Hey guys, welcome to Sensitive Queen Speaks, where we talk about anything and everything related to business, business owners, artists, creators, marketing, daily life, struggles, self-care, and self-love. I'm Jasmine, your host. Most of you may know me from JLu Rose, which is my small business. You can find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Anyways, let's get into it. What is up, you guys? We are back with episode two, and today we are going to talk about how I started and like where I came from. So, I've always been drawing as a kid for as long as I can remember. I started off drawing cars, I remember just always wanting to draw a car and being so proud when I would make it look cool each time. And actually, the person who showed me how to draw a car was my dad, and he is not, he is not more on the artsy side at all, but uh, that's how I got inspired to keep drawing. And it wasn't in any crazy dimension that the car was drawn in, it's just a flat side image of a car. And uh, here we are. If you don't know, I do have my own small business called J. Lou Rose, where I make stickers, stationery, custom designs, apparel, and more. So go check it out at jlourose.com if you haven't yet. But if you didn't know that background info, I am an artist. I'm a digital artist, basically. I used to dive into... I used to like a lot of oil painting. I still do. It's just I don't dive into it as much as I would like to, I guess. Digital just makes it easier for me to keep up with it. Def- I definitely miss my two-tap when I am creating on actual paper or painting in real life, not just through a digital screen. If you know, you know. I always took art classes growing up, and yes, it was after it was mandatory. I've just always loved art from the beginning. I just love the fact that you could express your emotions through your art and growing up. Not that I was in a super dark place, but I always had these emotions that I was going through and I was just very well aware of my emotions and my outlet in forming my emotions was drawing. I formulated a lot of like sad, dark drawings, I would say. I like to draw mystical like creatures like vampires, fairies, and such like that. And I don't know, my outlet for my emotions was basically drawing. If I was sad, I would put it into, it would put it into the paper. So kind of what goes in hand with being in tune with my emotions growing up, I always thought like, oh, maybe I should be a psychologist, you know, so I could help other people with their emotions, understand what they're feeling and all that. Growing up, I always knew I wanted to do something art-related because that's what I was talented in. That was my skill. That's what I was known for. And all I could think of was, I don't know what kind of jobs you could just create art with. Like, I feel like back then, like, creating your own business and all that wasn't a thing. I mean, yes, it was a thing. When, When I was growing up, it wasn't... 
It was basically frowned upon to do something in the creative industry or just think like, oh, you're not gonna make a lot of money with art, so pick something stereotypical jobs that you'd make a lot of money, like being a doctor, a nurse, yada yada yada. Not art. That was ingrained in my brain when I was growing up. Also, could be just a viewpoint from me because my parents have my parents. Are in the medical field, so growing up with parents in the medical field, they always set the bar so high for me. While I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, like I was just doing some art related was just not enough, and it just would be a disappointment if that's all I did was just create art. Like it, it just wasn't. It just wasn't accepted. At least to my parents, it wasn't. I love my parents, but growing up, it was a struggle. Like I said earlier, I was in tune with my emotions. I really liked the thought of being a psychologist, so I started to major in psychology and like the drive to help people. That didn't work out too long. Eventually, my parents wanted me to try accounting because that was another stereotypical job that you would make money, make really good money, right? I mean, I'm not saying that any of these jobs. You're definitely gonna make my. You're definitely gonna make a lot of money. You won't have debt at all. But I'm also saying that they were the stereotypical ones where you would make a lot of money and that you would be happy and all that. But that's not how old are we? That's not. That's not the case. This might be getting a little sidetracked, but growing up, you realize that your happiness is more important than how much you're making at work. And if that means you have to change your career, or if that means you have to change the direction that you thought your career was going in, change the type of field you're in. For example, me, I do a job where I don't think it hurts me much mentally, and I can still come home and just just forget about it. Just live my life after work. Like, yeah, I made my money, but now it's time to just do what I want to do for me now. And that's really helped my mindset a lot. Also, not. Also, I love my parents. They are amazing. They they are my MVPs. But just growing up, it was just rough. Like feeling like a disappointment. And I'm sure some of you or most of you can relate to always having that. Oh, I'm a disappointment feeling growing up when you're still figuring out what you want to do. And the fact that we have to realize this at such a young age is quite ridiculous, in my opinion. So obviously, accounting didn't work. Out, so I went into graphic design because I was like, okay, I'm still creating like art slash designs, so why not be a designer? Why not have that background to like create websites, logos, and all that, so I could in the future make my own brand and you know start my own thing. So I went into graphic design, got my degree for graphic design. The only thing I don't regret any of my journey because it shaped me into the person I am today. But I definitely regret getting into the game so late. Like I know late. I know I can't label it as late because we're all on our own time. But I it just always feels like oh I could have started started earlier and I could have gotten this far already. But you know I mean it is what it is. While all this is going on with school, right? I wasn't just 
in school. I was also having jobs. I had have job experience in the retail world and customer service, so I think that definitely helped with my knowledge of learning the customer's perspective and how they may view things and marketing tactics, what actually goes behind in a business, you know. I mean, yes, it's corporate businesses, but if you scale it down a bit, you can kind of get a general idea of how it would work for a small business. It's just only one person is doing all of those things, right? And so... And then, like, probably were a lot of small businesses emerged from when the pandemic hit. That's where I started to start my own business. Tail job had closed for a while. I did start a business with my cousin, but it didn't last too long. More so because we were at different parts of our lives and we couldn't focus solely on marketing it. I still have the t-shirts. If anyone wants to see that, let me know. I still want to put them out there. But aside from that, so we shut that one down, right? But I still wanted to do my own business. I still wanted to put my designs out there and make things into stickers. Because at first when we did the t-shirts, I thought, hey, I could include some stickers with the t-shirts. So I had already had the Cricut machine. Which, if you don't know, it is a way to cut things. Um, you can cut, like, vinyl, stickers, magnets, all kinds of stuff. And I had the Cricut machine, I had a printer, and I had a heat press. So, I, And the heat press is to make t-shirts and stuff, right? So I basically had all the things I needed to make more stickers and make more t-shirts. And since we were still in the pandemic, you know, everyone's mental health was just going whack. Everyone was realizing, like, oh, we're stuck at home. And, like, everyone's lifestyle was changing. And everyone had to adjust to a new lifestyle. And everyone had to adjust to a new lifestyle. And not everyone takes change in the best way. So I got inspired to make stickers of my art and focus and the focus was like self-care products self-love because mental health was so important during that time and it is still important to this day i just don't think society was as aware of their mental health until covid hit so that opened up onto new doors right I eventually did go back to work and then started a new job, which was from work from home, which was good, I thought. But that was actually the worst job mentally on me. It drained me so bad. I was losing weight like it was nothing. I was still eating, but your girl wasn't gaining it or anything. I was just losing my weight because I was so stressed with that job. Never, never put yourself in a position where your job is stressing you out so much that you're losing weight and you're just mentally drained at the end of the day. It was really bad. Never want to go back. Never will go back. Anyways, that's when I really got the motivation to focus on my business because my business was about like self-care, self-love, and mental health is just so key to even keep functioning. So I focused on my business and creating designs and it helped me and the fact that it was helping others as well who may need some sunshine and support in their lives and just self-care reminders and like it's okay to take a break. All that stuff, it, it just sparked 
just sparked. So yeah, after that job, I was focusing on my business and I had the opportunity to just focus on my business for a bit and not have to work. Definitely, if you get the chance, I highly recommend, even if it's just a short period of time to just focus on your business if you're starting out, just to get your feet grounded and just just have your path marked up and where you want to go. What are your goals? What's your business about? What do you want to sell? What kind of audience are you reaching out to? I'm not saying you can't do this, while you're working but I definitely know from experience if you are working that it's hard to balance all this stuff. I've definitely seen people do it both ways so we all eventually get there but if you have the time to just focus on your business definitely do it so you can be happy with it. And when I was starting my business this was when TikTok was becoming a thing. I know when TikTok freshly started, I think it was just like, what, Musical.ly or something? Something tied with Musical.ly, right? But I was like so against it. I was like, I'm not downloading TikTok. I'm never going to get into that or whatever. And then when my business started, that's where I learned like, oh, hey, people are actually marketing their business on here people are actually sharing their process and what products they use and and sharing their art walk like art walk what and sharing their artwork like that is so cool you could see creatives around the world what they're doing what they're up to where you can find them and it was just like a whole new world on how to discover people how to discover small businesses and it was just so cute seeing everyone get into their business and how they came about and what products they feature and just seeing all their processes and you get inspired too it was just it was just amazing and it's still amazing. That's definitely one thing we lacked when I when we started the very very first business is marketing. I did take some videos and some pictures and stuff, but we weren't good at marketing and like constantly consistently posting and being like, "Hey, look at this," you know, like, you know, just and putting use to the product. Just just gosh darn marketing. Marketing is such key. Marketing was definitely lacking in that aspect. And, I mean, you learn from your mistakes, too. You're When you start a business, you're definitely going to learn from your mistakes. And you're going to learn what works for you, even though it may not have worked for anyone else. Or things that you think will work for you don't work for you. It's, it's just all trial and error. And it's just so crazy how everyone's journey is different. All right, y'all, we are on to the manifestation segment. So I saw the other day, there's this technique. It's called the 77 by 7 technique. You choose one specific affirmation or goal to manifest. And you repeat it to yourself seven times in the morning seven times in the evening for seven consecutive days. What are you manifesting this week? I'll go first. I'm manifesting a consistent post and creative schedule for myself. So I'm going to say that seven times in the morning, seven times in the evening for seven consecutive days. Whatever you're manifesting, make sure you say yours seven times in the morning, seven times in the evening for seven consecutive days. I say this because obviously if you've heard the other episode too, I was in a creative burnout and I 
fell off the boat of posting and just keeping up with all that stuff. And I just really want to be consistent. I want to get a routine going on. I don't want to feel like I have to post at certain times of every day. So I just want to make this schedule consistent for me and my lifestyle. So whatever you're manifesting for yourself, just make sure you say it seven times in the morning, seven times in the evening for seven consecutive days. All right, self-care, self-love segment. Here we go. What do you think about when you hear the word self-care, self-love? Do you hear that it's important for you to de-stress, ground, and remind yourself who you are? where, what direction you want to be going in? Do you know self-care is not an expense, it's an investment? A quote I love so much by L.R. Noss, taking care of myself doesn't mean me first, it means me too. Never forget about yourself too. You matter too. Your mental health matters too. Yes, you're making everyone happy and making sure they're all satisfied, making sure they're all satisfied, but what about you? Are you drinking that water? Are you drinking that smoothie that you wanted? Are you going on a walk, enjoying nature, getting some vitamin D? Try out some new hobbies. Journal. Write your thoughts down. Write your emotions down. Go through your feelings. Have a social media free day. Watch your favorite TV shows, movies, eat all your favorite foods. I know it was a definite favorite of mine to do while I was on my hiatus was just eat my favorite foods, just eat when I wanted to, and just just indulge, just, just treat myself, right? I mean, yes, it can get unhealthy if you let it get to a certain point, but the healthy way is just just treat yourself. Don't restrict yourself. Alright, the submission segment. So if you guys don't know, we have a submission segment where you can send in your questions. If you're looking for advice, you want to know more about a topic or anything business, creative, YouTube, digital art, anything content creator, anything you want to know, anything, anything, anything and everything I can try to help on. You can just hear my experience from something that it's related to, anything like that. Anyways, you can submit your submissions to sqspodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you know if you want to be anonymous or state your name Or you can head over to my website at jlurose.com. Scroll down. The SQS podcast section will have the form there. All right. So we have our first anonymous submission. And this is what they said. Do you have any tips on how to deal with hate towards your business slash social media? I know people always say not to be bothered by hate comments, but it's just not that easy. As someone who is emotionally sensitive, it's hard for me to not let it affect me. Great question. I love how this kind of ties into Sensitive Queen Speaks because we are emotionally sensitive people. I am first going to give you the first basic answer. I know you're going to say it's not as easy and I know I tell myself this even when I give this advice. It's not easy at all. Don't care what people think. So simple. 
but it's not, not as easy as it sounds. Totally understandable. I don't know how the hate is being portrayed to you or how they are wording it, but if it can be looked at at a different way, we can look at it. Are they just being mean or are they trying to criticize or are they trying to give you some criticism? Obviously, it falls on them that if they're trying to give some criticism, there's a good way and a bad way to give criticism. Either help each other out or don't say anything at all, right? But if they're just being mean, then that's rude. The general term hate, the way I see it, if someone is hating, they are jealous. They're not fulfilled with themselves and they have nothing better to do. So they take it out on others for literally no reason unless they have some like history with you or something, but literally they just have no reason. They're bored. They have nothing to do. So they're hating on you instead of trying to fulfill themselves and get that negative energy out of them like it's not necessary to have that negative energy um so if you have the power to please block them you don't need that negative energy on your feed or on your comments or on your products most likely they're probably doing it to everyone they probably just go on and just spread hatred throughout the world which is so sad because we need more people to just uplift each other and support each other just because someone doesn't like a certain product or anything, that doesn't mean it was specifically made for them and gives them the power to hate the product and show their hatred. Like, it's not necessary at all. If you don't like a product, just scroll. You don't have to like it. You don't have to comment something hateful towards the person. Like, I just don't understand that. Also, another factor to look at is look at the positives. I'm sure there's other people who are uplifting you and giving you love and giving you good energy. Let's just focus on that. Focus on the good energy and more good energy will flow. We can block the haters. We can even call them out, honestly. After you call them out, they most likely have nothing to say because they were in the wrong in the first place, nor was their hatred comment even needed nor necessary. I want you also to remind yourself where you are in your business or your social media, whatever you're promoting or what products you're promoting. You know where you're at. You know where you, know where you stand. You know how far you've came. You know your journey. You know the work that goes into your business. You know all the hard work and what it takes to get there. You should not let anyone give that hatred energy towards you and let it affect you i know it's easier said than done if i've ever gotten any hatred comments it would get in my head and i would repeat it to myself but then i also have to remember no i know where i stand i know i'm talented and this comment does not matter nor does it have to be here anymore also anonymous if you're on tiktok and you're not like on the good side of small business tiktok where we all support each other and share the love message me i want to come and support you i feel so bad like i want to help you out and i want to uplift you and just comment i just want to see your stuff but if not that's okay too but i'm just saying there are other people there to uplift you i know it's not easy to find them too if you see other people uplifting each other and supporting each other's businesses go and comment on their stuff too and share the love and you'll get you'll get love in return too if you have not gotten any positive energy lately i guarantee you
Though, moral of the story, get that negative energy out, block them, anything you can do to just like filter them out, and just focus on the good energy, focus on the people that support you and pre and appreciate you and just think hey i've come so far i know how much hard work goes into my business this means nothing i know where i stand ayo it's your favorite feature coming up the creatives feature so if you want to be featured in the creative segments head over to jaylu rose tiktok there's a pinned video where you can comment your name business what you're about where we can find you other than that pulling names from the people i follow or discover and think everyone else should discover this week's creatives feature is Amanda Bradley. Amanda's business is called Poco Muses. P-O-C-O-M-U-S-E-S. Hey everyone, I'm a small YouTuber and I love to make music, vlogs, reacts, and more. I love to create and make people smile. I hope you check it out. Smiley face. By the way, you're amazing. No, you're amazing. You can find her on YouTube at Poco Muses. She's really great. She just hit 2,000 subscribers lately, and she's been doing awesome. Go check her out, guys. All I have for today, if you want to voice it out, have any questions, advice, need help, send some missions to sqspodcast at gmail.com or follow the link on my website, jaylerose.com. Scroll down to SQS Podcast. You'll find the form there. If you directly email, please indicate whether you want to be anonymous or state your name. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening all the way through of episode two. If you've made it this far, I appreciate you so much. I hope you guys have a great week and I'm manifesting the best for you. I will see you next week.